You're listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes, a production of the Ephesus School Network. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The company of the angels was amazed. Hi, this is Father Aaron Warwick with Jason Everett, and you are listening to the Teach Me Thy Statutes podcast, episode number 99. Today's reading is from Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62. At that time, as Jesus was going along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. But he said to him, Leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. So in today's reading, Jesus encounters three different men, two of which say they want to follow Jesus, and the other is called by Jesus to follow him. And his response to each man is, kind of curious to me, Father, so I'm hoping that you can explain these responses to us today. Yeah, but as you're accustomed to now, Jason, I I think uh, it's best if we first highlight the preceding passage to give us a more complete picture of what Jesus is trying to convey in the story you read today. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm certainly not uh, surprised by that anymore. So so let's take a look at that uh, previous passage. So what happens there? The passage immediately before the reading that you selected today tells of Jesus and his disciples passing through a village of the Samaritans. And they're passing through this village because Jesus is said in the English translation to have, quote, set his face to go to Jerusalem. We can unpack that some more soon, perhaps. So again, they go through the Samaritan village, and the Samaritans did not receive him. So James and John ask if they should command fire to come down from heaven to consume these Samaritans. And then we're told that Jesus turned and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Good. So thanks for uh, recapping that that previous passage. So can you uh, then explain what's happening in that story and then how it relates to today's passage? Yeah, what's happening is, first of all, we're told that Jesus is, as I said, setting his face to go to Jerusalem. It could also be said that he hardened his face to go to Jerusalem. But in either case, what is meant by this passage then is that Jesus is going to Jerusalem to judge Jerusalem, to judge the religious elite, to judge the focus on the external rituals to the exclusion of what is most sought by God to care for the needy neighbor, to reconcile with the Gentiles and so forth, as we often speak about on this podcast. So this sort of sets the tone And what I mean by that is that it's time to get serious in this passage. And in fact, prior to that, twice in this ninth chapter of Luke, actually, Jesus told of his impending death, his crucifixion. So Jesus will really be ramping up his teaching in preparation for that event. And again, it's time to get serious. And so what do you make in that story, Father, about James and John and them asking if they should call down fire to consume the Samaritans. Well, I think it'll be pretty clear to those who've listened to many of our episodes what James and John have in mind is not at all what Jesus' ministry is actually about. 
And as we've said, it always bears repeating, because in my estimation, you can't really fully understand the New Testament without understanding this point, that what Jesus is doing is so different because he is not a political nor a military figure, which, of course, is what the vast majority of the Jews of that time were expecting out of their Messiah. And obviously, as, as James and John, we can see from this passage, were expecting, and so that's why Jesus so strongly rebukes them. Okay, so to sort of summarize the story that just precedes our reading today, Jesus is on his way to go judge Jerusalem, and on his way he passes through a Samaritan village that rejects him. And James and John then ask about calling upon God to destroy the village, but Jesus rebukes them and says that they're not of the same spirit as Jesus and his ministry, and that he came to save lives instead of to destroy. Is that a good summary, Father? Yeah, absolutely. Very good summary. Good, good. So turning to our story today that I read at the beginning, how do these stories connect? And just as a quick reminder in that story, the first man says that he will follow Jesus wherever he goes, and Jesus replies, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. And the second man is called by Jesus to follow him. And the man responds by asking to be allowed to go and and bury his father first. And Jesus replies, leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And then finally, the third man, like the first, declares his desire to follow the Lord, but asks to first say farewell to his family. And Jesus replies, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. So what's the connection to the previous story? And also, why are there these three different examples and and how do they differ? Yeah, good questions. And, And just from the beginning, I would say not to focus too much on the difference between the statements that Jesus makes and the the three different men. Okay. And why is that, Father? Well, the repetition, especially being used three times, is really just to highlight the point. Keep in mind, during the time of the Bible, we didn't have word processors or computers that would highlight or italicize or bold or underline. So the way that you emphasize something in Scripture or in other literature of that time is to simply repeat it. And the threefold repetition is the most common, uh, really driving home the point. And in, in general, then, what is the point? Well, in general, the point is that nothing should stand in the way of you and Jesus' movement and following Jesus' teaching. And this is a point Jesus makes in another occasion in Luke's gospel that I think is pretty similar. And and where in the gospel is that? It's what is often referred to as the parable of the great banquet or the parable of the great supper, which is found in Luke chapter 14. It's verses 15 through 24. And in that passage, you have people making excuses for not attending the banquet to which they'd been invited. And I think our tendency is to look at this as as people just making excuses, which any of us can do. But there's actually something deeper going on. The excuses that were used there are good excuses, excuses that were allowed in the Old Testament for an Israelite young man to avoid being called off to war for his country. And we see something similar going on here in today's reading. So you have this idea of needing to establish a home, which is similar to someone first getting married and establishing their home. You know, it wasn't like in our times back then when people would start a home as a single person, you'd do that through marriage. Then you have this excuse about burying the dead. Well, if your father just died, you're not going to be sent off to war until after you've had the proper burial and the time of grieving. So these excuses 
in the reading that you had today, much like those excuses offered in the parable of the Great Supper, are actually really legitimate and valid excuses, most of the time, that is. But what Jesus is really trying to drive home here is that you cannot make excuses not to follow him. It is the most important decision that we'll ever make in our lives to follow his teaching or instead to go in a different direction. That's very helpful, Father. I appreciate that explanation and, and the context, uh, but I'm, I'm still like to have maybe a better understanding of how the story I read today at the beginning connects to the passage just before it, which you explained and said is relevant. So could you maybe go back a little deeper on that connection to conclude today's episode? Yeah, sure. What I would say there is, again, James and John, as well as the other disciples, and for that matter, quite frankly, everyone, did not understand the nature of Jesus being the Messiah. They expected the Messiah to be political, military leader. They expected him to conquer the Romans through the sword and to take back Jerusalem and that surrounding region from Roman occupation. But Jesus obviously had different things in mind. Jesus came to conquer by making peace with your enemy. He came to conquer by bringing together the Jews and the Gentiles, the Romans. And for that matter, he came to reconcile with them also the Samaritans, all human beings, so that instead of dividing ourselves up by ethnicity or race or any other division that we as human beings make, that instead of that, we would still recognize we might be different, but that we're all in the image of God still and that we all should love and respect one another and seek to uplift those who have fallen. And so where I see the connection is in that first statement of Jesus where he says, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. What Jesus is getting at is that if you're going to follow him, it's not going to be a glamorous lifestyle. It's not going to be the lifestyle of a conquering military leader who's viewed as a hero and who wields great power in society. No, it's going to be the way of the cross. It's going to be a way of being shamed. It's going to be difficult, not luxurious or glamorous. And as we said, as this section teaches, it's the most important decision we'll ever make, whether we constantly seek to follow him and his teaching or whether we decide to go in a different way. Thank you, Father. In today's episode, we discussed Jesus' encounter with three different men in Luke 9 and his response to each. Father Aaron advised not to focus too much on each individual response, but rather the repetition of Jesus' statements, which was made to emphasize his point that nothing should stand in the way of you and Jesus' teaching. A similar point is made in the parable of the Great Supper in Luke 14, where the guests are making excuses for not attending the banquet. And the excuses given are acceptable in the Old Testament for a young Israelite man to avoid going to war. But again, Jesus is emphasizing that you cannot make excuses not to follow him. This is the most important decision that we will make in our lives. To provide further context to our reading today, Father also discussed the preceding passage in Luke where Jesus and his disciples are traveling through a Samaritan village. And as is the case throughout the Gospels, there was great confusion as to the nature of Jesus being the Messiah. While he was expected to be a political and military leader who came to conquer the Romans with the sword, Jesus instead brought his message of peace and reconciliation for all. Thank you for listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes. We hope you tune in next week for a new episode. 
Alleluia, glory to thee, O God. Alleluia, 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 glory to thee, O God.